Welcome to episode six of Hardcore on Tour, Stories from the Van. I am your host, Brian W. Fleming, the vocalist and drummer of Rigtime. And as every single episode, I am on tour and I get the opportunity to meet a bunch of cool people. And today I am again on location in Cincinnati, Ohio at Q's Dungeon. And I am able to sit down with a band that I've been into for a while now, Heel Turn from Alabama. So I'm going to go around and you guys can introduce yourselves and what you do so everyone knows what's up. I'll start with you. Uh, I'm Josh. I do vocals and uh, like harsh noise pedal boards. I'm Brady and I play bass. Yeah, I'm AC. I play guitar. I'm Alex and I play drums. <laughs> I had to think about it. I, was, uh, I, was, I, I have, about no, it I have a few me. other names, but the, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't want to. He always wears like a chicken mask and like. <laughs> He's part what, what did you want to be called? Um, El Pollo Loco. Yeah, but we came up with Party Foul because it was way better and fit way better. So. <laughs> nice. mm-hmm. so, obviously, when people find you guys, the first thing that is is noticeable is the wrestling theme. Sure. Um, which is fucking awesome. So yeah. like, because like when I first saw the video for Enforcer, I was like, I am all about this. <laughs> Where did that come from? Um, I know like in high school, I kind of wanted to like, I'd been in other bands like growing up and I uh, hadn't been in a band for a while. And in high school, I wanted to be like in a wrestling like party band originally. Mm-hmm. And so it was always like an idea that I had. And as we got older, like we all like got together and like watched wrestling all the time. We all like the same music, and we're like, let's start a band. And then we were like thinking about it, like, well, everybody's just in a band. Like, why don't we just make this be a wrestling band? We were like, we did, at the time we thought like, not that many people are doing this. So then we did it, and then we realized like, so many people are doing this. Yeah. But we're like, oh, whatever, <laughs> like whatever. It's fucking cool though. Like, it, it's funny because um, probably about a month and a half ago, some friends of ours in our hometown started this band. At the time, they were called Twisted Fate, but they just mm-hmm. changed their name to W. U B. Yeah, And I didn't know what they were doing. I didn't even know it was happening. Like these are good friends of mine, and I'm like, "What the fuck, you guys? What is this set?" Like, mm-hmm. and they started playing, and it was all like, like they did like the DX theme, but uh-huh. like made it like a breakdown. So it was like. Dun, dun. <laughs> you think you could tell us what to do? Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> and uh, and after the set, I was like, that was fucking awesome. I assume you guys listen to Heel Turn. They're like, who? I'm like, you don't know this yeah. exists. And I show them, they're like, oh my fucking God, someone else is doing this? Yeah. You know? and yeah. So I got them all like stoked on you guys too. And it's just cool because like, I want to see more of it. And like, we yeah. already do like wrestling moves in the pit and shit like oh, in yeah. my hometown like <laughs> we, we do fucking stunners and choke slams and yeah. rock bottoms and people's elbows and all sorts of stupid shit cause like we're weird but yeah, um, well, no, we're so, yeah. <laughs> but uh so like I know it's mostly 80s 90s themed yeah. right are you right. like how old are you guys like is uh, are you older or are you just kind of into uh, the heyday of it or uh, I'm 30 and we're all in like our mid 20s okay yeah I'm so 32 like, so well, yeah like I mean my, also. my my parents like were really into wrestling growing up so like pretty much since I was like born like was watching it mm-hmm. so like I saw a lot of those like transitions of the 90s and things like that and then as I got older I like went back and like have you know kept up with that and I think that's that time frame is like my favorite era of, of wrestling so I think that's yeah. why we kind of like stuck with that like because we also didn't want to like do modern day wrestling because I feel like it like 
It would be kind of hokey like sounding hokey, to me. Yeah. Like, if we're talking More hokey about, than like, it already is to be in a wrestling band. <laughs> you know? yeah. so there's something about like talking about like writing lyrics about some Bray Wyatt sort of thing. Like Something about that just seems kind of like, eh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, I don't know. I feel like in back in the day, too, there was this sort of uh, um, kind of like romanticized drama mystery of, exactly. of wrestling it, and stuff, Yeah, too. exactly. I, I feel like at the time period, that's exactly what it was. And that's like what drew me in as a fan in general but then like also for this band like a lot of the things that we pull from we try to like use like stories of like I've said it before like greed and like you know like avenging like something mm-hmm. you know like and I feel like that time period like it it seemed like everything was like more real maybe to fans mm-hmm. or to anyone else and just like the promos people would cut like the stories are just so much deeper and stretched way out, like, like yeah. well, yeah, way more personal. I feel like so, people like, didn't know if it was real or fake. Yeah, still, still at that point, like it was like people knew something was up, but like still weren't one hundred percent sure. Yeah. I feel like so, like you know, lyrically, it's just with those kind of stories, it was just so much easier to draw from that than anything else. I remember being a little kid, and when Shawn Michaels kicked Marty Jannetty through yeah. the barbershop window, I was like heartbroken i was just like what just happened you know like it affected me so hard you know and stuff like that and um it's it's cool that you you say that too because like when i've like when i like i listen to you guys a bunch Mm -hmm. but then recently i started like actually like going back and reading like reading the words because i was curious you know just because you're you're an intriguing band because you sound very serious and dark and scary and stuff, yeah. but then you have this wrestling theme with it, and you and I kind of wonder, is like, well, how does the, how does that tie? How does it translate? And yeah. it seems like you've kind of taken, um, I guess the way I explain it is like, you know, like there's the silly Batman from the '60s, and then yeah. there's the Christopher Nolan Batman. It's sure. like serious, right? It's That's like a, you guys do that with wrestling, yeah. Where you take the dramatic, um, emotional aspect, like exactly. this, the that sort of vibe and put something really like special and and dark to it and i think it's fucking cool yeah <laughs> that's uh, the best way to describe it that i've heard okay yeah, so yeah, i'm not like, full yeah. of shit yeah. you know, i think that i think that you're the first person that's ever been like that spot on with it because that's yeah. exactly what we want to do like we don't want to be over the top and hokey mm-hmm. like i just want to use like because i mean like sure we're a wrestling themed band but we try to use like those themes to like use like stories like to, to tell those stories in general it doesn't yeah. have to be like oh this is necessarily like you have to obviously wrestling. about yeah. wrestling yeah exactly like I didn't want it to be that way either because I feel like some people like go one way or the other about it with us like it's like they're a wrestler like they say oh it's a wrestling band and they ride us off to begin with mm-hmm. like they already assume like this is going to be hokey this is going to be a joke and then you have the other side of people where it's like I'm glad that people are really into wrestling, but there are times where we like <laughs> meet people and they're like so into wrestling and like want it to be really hokey, and then yeah. it's not, and then they're very upset. <laughs> <laughs> See, I uh, um, with with like uh, the, the the lyrics and stuff again, the it kind of it's got that vibe of like I've seen uh, the doc, the Beyond the Mat documentary. Yeah, like I'm talking that. about sure, yeah. or yeah. like even I mean, and because I believe that's got like a bunch of like Jake Jake the Snake and stuff in yeah. there, and like yeah, some really depressing shit. Yeah, really or even like, like the movie The Wrestler, you know? It's yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that darker side. Like there's a lot of emotion and and ups and downs and one hundred percent. I mean, and like wrestling itself is a a pretty dark industry in general, uh, and I think like that's how they can like. At least in the day, like, it wasn't so much a, about a, the show, I guess, that it is now. Like, uh, at the time, like, I felt like 
you had a lot of those like real emotions, like still playing into like quote unquote storylines and things of that sort, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so musically, it's you guys kind of bounce up and down, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh you know like some of it's kind of slower and darker and noisier, and then some of it's just like straight you know upbeat hardcore and stuff. Right. Like, um, where do you draw influences musically? Like, do, do you have bands that really stand out to you that you were like hey let's kind of get this vibe and mix it you know with this lyricism or it just kind of happened well i think originally it was like we were trying to lean more towards like an 80s style punk band Mm -hmm. but then like when we got together like this is like i mean like a lot of us like grew up on this style of music whether we even like really listen to that style of music anymore so i guess it just like naturally like came out so I think that's where a lot of it is from, I believe. Because I think yeah. now, like, I mean, we, I mean, I think me and Brady more so, like, <laughs> listen to, like, heavy music, like, a little bit more. But we all listen to such a wide variety of music. And mm-hmm. I think that, like, helps a lot where we're not, we don't fit in a certain structure of, like, hardcore or whatever. Like, we can we kind of, like, bounce around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as bands, I mean, like, I know, like, I'm a huge Converge fan. I think yeah, everybody sure. I, is. I can, yeah, I can, um, can kind of get that vibe. Uh, Cursed would be one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cursed, for sure. Uh, and, Kin Mode has influenced some of the riffs that I've come up with. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, yeah, like, when we first met up to write, we had, like, kind of an idea of a sound, and it was going to be not as dark, but we were trying some stuff and weren't totally satisfied. And then within that same practice, what we settled on, our first song... Is uh, Starcade 83, 83, yeah, 83, 83, 83, 83 off of our Territories EP. And we're, that came out and we we're like, yeah, let's roll with this. And um, But yeah, that's a style that I'm really glad to be doing. I, I've wanted to play something like that for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, dark, metallic, hardcore, like, and you know, in the vein of Cursed and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I and, think it's also kind of progressed, like, as we've been playing together longer like we added like the noise in like yeah, i know it's the difference that. between territories and then the new ep yeah the as new well EP, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like we like I, we'll probably add like a lot more noise and synth in like not a lot more but like a good bit a, amount of more than what we already have like we wanted to like kind of slowly transition to that like we didn't want to just put out like another ep and it's like so vastly different from what we were already doing because mm-hmm. i mean the baseline is still there like don't get me wrong but uh, we're just trying to like make sure that everything we put out like slowly progresses in one way or the other, you know. Mm-hmm. So that two records don't really sound like exactly the same. You can tell it's the same band, but like just try to like, you know. I think we all. I'm sure you agree with Rig Time. Like you just want to evolve more as a band, yeah. like as you continue on. No, absolutely. Like we're we're a two piece now, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been trying to add industrial elements and yeah. stuff. Um, and we have little little bits and pieces mm-hmm. here. Um, so like I do vocals and drums right. and then I also have a sampler pad and we don't use yeah. tracks it's we we strictly stick live but yeah. then she does a guitar bass type of thing and right. does some noises as well mm-hmm. so we're already doing a ton of shit right. and so um, I actually just borrowed a synth from a friend of mine because I'm going to yeah. try and start doing that because I just don't do enough I guess but I want to like play drums and be able to actually like play right. on the synth as well and um, it's just about getting to it and stuff and, and oh sure you know, and i mean it takes a while to like transition to that because i think we're actually eventually going to go to like sample pads as well mm-hmm. like but it's all about like how can we do like how can we transition to this and does it make sense to do this like right now you know what i mean yeah. so and you, I, you know you want to find the right groove for it so it's not sure. just like forced you know like yeah. oh 100%, we're trying yeah. to be crazy 100 like, 
Um, so, because uh, you guys, you guys are from what Hun- part of Alabama? Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Alabama. That's like northern, right? Uh, north Alabama. Yeah, north, like like NASA bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Get the space and rocket center there. Rocket city. Do you guys yeah. ever eat at Milo's? I I do because um, I fucking love Milo's tea. By the way, and oh Milo's tea, tea, like oh god, dude, like, our very first tour uh, as rig time, we were like in a Walmart somewhere in the south, and we're like sweet tea, fuck yeah, because we love sweet tea. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we went out to the van, and it was just like that fucking Epiphany Golden. Oh yes. like, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, and so we used to search for it. We would, mm-hmm. when we go on tour, be like, are we in Milo's territory? Fuck no, nah. let's keep going. Yeah, and we started <laughs> like trying to play south because we wanted to drink. <laughs> Not even fucking kidding. That's a good motive. And. Uh, yeah. and we never played Alabama before, but we drove through once and got to go to the Milo's restaurant, and mm-hmm. I got yeah. a big, large cup, and I just kept filling oh. it. Oh, it yeah. It was so much better at the restaurant. It, it, it really is. It was. It was so good. Like, the burgers, like, it like I, it had to grow on me, though, because like, yeah. they yeah. have, like, the, like, it's, like, almost like a barbecue Yeah, it's sauce. a weird like, sauce. I don't yeah. know yeah, what it is. It, it, it's so fucking good. Yeah, it's but. good, but it, like, the first time I had it, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Then, like, <laughs> it's like, like, is this it, it, like, grew on me. Yeah, like. Yeah, I grew up eating there, like, around Birmingham, and where we live indicator we just got a milo's there like a couple years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like i never go like there's some places i like i only want to go to milo's if i'm around birmingham <laughs> like i've been to the one in town like twice well like, the one yeah. in town is in a really odd spot anyway it, it so it's like but uh, i grew up on like their chicken fingers and fries like yes. i love that cheese dust like oh man <laughs> i want to go back there so bad like i've tr- i keep trying to book alabama and it well, never comes through because we, i want to go to milo's well, <laughs> gotcha. look we book shows Rick Tom, come play Alabama, and I'll, we'll I will literally Milo's bring Milo's. I was gonna say, yeah. here's the, the deal: we'll only play where there's Milo's. Oh, 100. That's like, in our rider. No, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah we got you. That, that's our guarantee. Just bring me some tea or something. <laughs> <laughs> but do it. Fuck it. Yeah, it's cool because they actually just started carrying it finally in our hometown like six months yeah. ago, mm. and it it was like. Uh, I, I my jaw really nearly dropped to the fucking ground. Right. I was like, "Oh my god, there's Milo's." Well, yeah. So, in Wisconsin, do they have like ski soda? Ski soda. Yeah, it's like it's called ski. It's just like a brand. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay, so they have South it, has all the good fucking well, sodas. They, by the they way. only have it in like St. Louis, and I believe it's here in Ohio as well. So I'm like super jealous of that because I never get really? to like have it at home. Yeah. See, we we we're like that's another thing we we, we dig is like sodas and shit, and like yeah. glass bottle sodas and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. And uh, no, I have never had that, and I want to now. Uh, yeah, it's I wonderful. Find that. Yeah, like it's it's the cool thing about the South is you guys have all the good chicken restaurants, you have all the good soda, yeah. you have Milo's. Like it's just like well, there's you a have, reason why like I even cookouts and everything. Yeah, and like, like there's a reason why we're so obese down there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are well fed. I mean, it's it's understood. It's an acceptable reason. Like, like do, you, do you have Wingstop? We have wing stops. I think we have wing stops. I, not in my town, but I think Wingstone or Wingstop is like the holy grail of like Those are the best wings. just wings and best fries too. Best fries. Yeah. Oh, I think they put literal sugar They're, in their fries. <laughs> like. so we are a wing band too. Like oh. we, we uh, it's, it sucks because I because I do vocals and drums. It's really strenuous on my body, so I, oh, sure. I don't let yeah. myself eat spicy food on tour. Right. Uh, and it fucking sucks because I want to go and eat it all the time. But when we're at home, like I get, we get wings all yeah, the time, like, and the hotter the better. I think it was. Oh, yeah. We played with, I think it was the I Hate God show that we played like at home, like at this uh, bigger venue. And so I was like, man, I need to eat something. And I just like wasn't thinking about it. And I had hot wings from the venue. And then like it literally as soon as I finished eating, they were like, 
all right, you guys are rolling in like 15 minutes. And I'm like, my oh. throat and mouth are just like on fire. I was like, this is going to go terribly. Oh my God. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever had Nashville hot chicken? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause we, the first time that I had like the real like shit, at, I went to Prince's. Yeah. Uh, I um, yeah. I, I, I purposely, I was like, okay, we're going to do this and I'm going to make sure it's like eight hours before the show. Mm-hmm. We went early in the day. And during our set that night, I could just feel it coming up still. Oh, I was like, oh yeah. my god! And it was just fucking with my stomach for like a day and oh, a half. Oh, I understand. So, hi, Sarah. Sarah Tolley, the amazing acoustic musician of Cincinnati, just said hello. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I always got to watch that shit. It sucks, but um, what a uh, so like how or you said you guys played in some other bands and stuff. What other bands have you? been in like that you've toured in uh i was in a band like eight or nine years ago called dead heroes Mm -hmm. and uh, i pretty much was just like converge rip off like straight up there's nothing wrong with that yeah (laughs) we're like oh it's okay like no if you can't get converge i'm fine (laughs) yeah right Uh, Uh, i play in a band called xy spaces it used to be called belial mm -hmm. and uh yeah we've toured here and there and um and y'all have camacho yeah we toured a little bit as camacho it's kind of like a piano-driven rock sort of project. And then um, I'm in like a garage rock band called The Golden Flakes. That we haven't really toured much yet, but mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get there. Yeah, but they're an incredible band. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. Up. like I think it's everyone in town's favorite band, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, yeah. I filled in for a few bands. Uh, one, Secret Stuff, they're from Nashville. It's like an emo band. Mm-hmm. We've played, we played here in Cincinnati at a house somewhere in a basement, just like this. <laughs> And there was a pool party, and it was crazy. Nice. <laughs> so what what is the scene like in Alabama? Every city uh, has its own thing, kind of. In Huntsville, where we're from, there's, like, they're really into, like, garage rock over there. And uh, I like it. It's not, like, my favorite thing, but damn it, they, do they do it well. <laughs> like Yeah, and then, like, there's, like, like the, what do you label that hardcore as in birmingham no or in huntsville in like yeah huntsville like um well yeah like if not in huntsville then like surrounding cities like madison mm-hmm. um there's an interest in like uh i guess like if you ask me it's just kind of like whatever is like real popular and hardcore like in the moment like i've heard someone refer to it as hypecore and like i've heard yeah. i've heard crossover hardcore yeah uh, i guess crossover is the closest yeah. to it i guess mm-hmm. and you know it's ever evolving right now like it seems to take influence a little bit from like new metal like uh, that's what i've been seeing yeah but not so much like local bands cool. from there yeah. but like yeah <laughs> yeah uh, not so much local bands but like bands that come through uh madison like uh that and those uh, a lot of the time are some of the bigger local shows we'll have in the area or yeah. shows like that. But I think Huntsville's really good though because like as far as like the punk scene we have there like whether it's like garage or like punk like everything kind of like melds together like uh, everybody just supports everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like every show it doesn't matter if like we bring in like grind bands or we bring mm-hmm. in like hardcore or we bring in like a garage pop band. It's literally the same people at every show. Cool. So like so it's people, a really people do come out. Yeah, to shows everybody and... like everybody just like loves live music. So everybody just like and we're all friends. So like everybody just supports everybody. Just so like love awesome. fest. yeah. So like yeah. yeah. It's so most of the shows like we book are like mixed genre shows. But I mean like I feel like it works out perfectly. Yeah, yeah, you know, I would agree. We so, uh, whenever I do you know hit people up and 
you know, if, if it seems like they're having an issue with like booking the show, I mm-hmm. always, you know, make sure I'm like, just so you know, like we're totally cool with mixed genre shows. Yeah. Like we have played many shows where we are the by far loudest, most aggressive oh, sure. heavy band. Yeah, so so like, we don't care. And I was telling them, I said, we don't care right. as long as they don't care. Like, I mean, even like, if they don't care, I guess like when you're on tour, I get the, the point of like, we're all trying to like get bigger and like evolve in the scene that we're in. Like I 100% get that. But also like, I love mixed genre shows because one, it brings out more people. Mm-hmm. And then two, like, I feel like it also like makes people listen to music like that they probably would never listen to. Yeah. And then like, you know, who knows? Like now you're into, you know, whatever genre of music yeah. now, you know, like you can prefer a genre over another, but I feel like there shouldn't be so much segregation 100%. between yeah. the style. Like, right. you know, we're, we're bridging all, you know, um, socially and stuff you know sure. um we're bridging all these gaps for you know races and lbgt 100%. and stuff like that and yes. i feel like music should keep doing that as yeah, well you know I completely agree it's not that. as you know big of an issue but it's mm-hmm. still something where you're not like oh there's a metal band i'm not going to see right that. You're yeah. like, oh i'm gonna go see it why not they're just that's their art yes, yes. Their like, yes. that sort of thing baffles me like if it's like a hardcore show and like a band that's like not strictly that like and it gets like they get a little experimental or just like a little different than like pretty straightforward hardcore like people just like straight dip yeah it's like it's still a heavy band you're probably like something from it like give it a shot yeah i think that you know the scene that we were talking about that's like very like crossover hardcore like that's like i I consider it still huntsville i guess because it's like 15 minutes away right but like we don't fit in there like at all Mm -hmm. like We've been asked to play a few shows there, like for whoever's coming through. But most of the time, like <coughs> nobody cares because we're not like generic hardcore. Yeah. So, but I'm fine with that. Like if we're doing something different than yeah, anyone yeah, else, like, like I feel like it's a positive one way or the other. Like yeah, I had a discussion uh, recently with some friends, and we were comparing it to like dance music, mm-hmm. and like because um, like with that kind of hardcore, like. People will like really want to fucking dance, you know, like mosh or whatever. Yeah. But like, um, and it's like in dance music, like you go to a rave to fucking dance. Yeah, exactly. You're and not like, just gonna sit in back and be like, oh, yeah. dude, this DJ's sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, you know, you play a huge hardcore show where like every band, like everyone's like, you know, losing their shit and like doing all the, all the moves, like the rudimentary moves and all that, and like then a band plays that like doesn't have the parts for that, then then they're disappointed. Mm-hmm. And, and I get that. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Where, you know, like, it's a kind of strange, you know, like, they are part, um, you know, I, I grew up, circle pits are cool. Circle yeah. pits are still cool yeah. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will, I'll, I'll get in a pit and push you. I will two-step. I will fucking sure. go side to side. I'll swing yeah, my I fist. Mean, that's I circle pit. I am a too. well-rounded yeah. mosher. <laughs> I don't yeah. fight with anybody, you know, and like, but yeah, there's those guys who wait just for the... Yeah, yeah, exactly. like, you know, like, like I'm here for more than just that. You yeah, know? yeah like, exactly. I like, just move whatever the music makes me do. Exactly. You know? yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't learn my moves on YouTube. I didn't right. practice them. I just do whatever my body does. And right. If I exactly. look like a fucking dork, then don't yeah. watch yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So watch yeah. the band. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. And this is something I've, I've been feeling lately. It's like I almost envy people that are like super into that because like there's a big payoff if you're into that because like it, it seems like like uh, the most like the biggest thing in like underground heavy music right now is that sort of thing like that type of hardcore so like you're more likely to happen across a show like that than anything else Mm -hmm. so if you're into that you know payoff's great because you get to see that more often but um 
I just I can't get into it. Like I yeah. I started out weird. Like I got into like cave in, and ever since then, like nothing satisfies me. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah. So it has to be, yeah. it has to be like you know a little weird or just like you know you know what I mean like yeah. experimental. Doesn't have to be. No, no, I know what you, you mean. You know what I mean. Like even like us. Like I mean people. You know, on on certain shows, like people lose their fucking mind during our set. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite compliments I ever had from a friend is he told me he said he's like you know how most bands just like you have they have that part where you're like here's the breakdown mm-hmm. you're like breakdown doesn't have that you're just heavy right. the whole way through. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like I appreciate. Yeah. That. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. He's like it doesn't feel like they're like oh let's put the part, part here, here where you move yeah. And, and uh, you know, like we maybe we have those parts or something, but I don't feel like I don't think we've ever had a part where we're like, dude, we're gonna put this where right. now people are gonna no. kill each other. Right. No, I think um, that's us one hundred percent as mm-hmm. well. Because mm-hmm. like, like you know, go, go again mentioning like Enforcer, like the fucking the that part, the fucking like side to side thing. Yeah, it just fits so smoothly. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of it's just like we're just like when we're riding, like it's just like it just comes about like yeah. it's not like i don't think we've ever like put any like part into our music that like was already like in mind before we were jamming do you no nah, yeah, it's just really. whatever comes to us naturally i guess yeah. like yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh i can't uh the second track on the e- the new ep was it um, yeah uh it's like, death calls for Ceases. yeah or it's just like you do like one vocal part and then it's noise for like like seven, seven minutes. minutes or something <laughs> yeah obviously you're not uh trying to appeal to the moshing crowd you know yeah and, yeah and that's fine. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, know, the like, funny thing about that song is, like, we wanted to do something. Like, at the time, like, we came to the studio and we were going to, like, we were doing a split that just came out with uh, our friends in Ecumen from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were, like, we only had two other songs that we're going to put on this EP. We're like, well, let's just do three, you know, here. So, like, let's try to do some kind of, like, noisy, you know, it may be industrial type thing. And, uh, we really didn't have anything like really like we had like a an idea like coming into the studio and like that night like i don't i can't remember if brady was there that night yeah but, i like, remember messing around with that track basically we have like you know there is a riff for like the first like maybe third of the song and we play that part live but after that like that was the first time i've kind of wanted to do this for a while like first time and that you kind of curate most of the song anyway in the studio and that's kind of how that's pretty yeah that pretty much has ended up being what happened and then like we were just doing weird shit like we just kind of fucked like around the, the night end, before and then yeah, just like, laid it down the next yeah I just day. got like really fucking drunk the yeah. night before and it's like <laughs> we're like okay yeah this should work like but then like I think the bass lines at the end like we're like I don't even remember what we were doing. I was like punching the bass. And yeah, like, I was. I just yeah. went rolling on my pedal board. Like, 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 like objects on that. Yeah, too. like yeah. just like craziness, like whatever we could do, just to, like because it was so drawn out at that point. I was like, if anybody's somehow still listening to this, like let's just make it be like insane. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's cool. Um, I also recently discovered your your playlist that you made on oh, Spotify, yeah. which yeah. is fucking awesome. By Hell the way. yeah. Because I saw, like, I looked at it, I'm like, this has blouse. This is fucking yeah. Lebanon yeah. Hanover. It says yeah. youth code. And yeah. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm like, this is awesome. So I'm assuming you guys are into all sorts of cool shit. Like, who, uh, oh, who, did you guys collectively make that playlist? I or? mean, for the most part, I, I felt like a lot of that was, like, was like kind of like what we were drawing influence from at the time. Mm-hmm. like, And, like, just what we were listening to. I mean, like, a lot of that, like... Like synthy stuff, like yeah. I mean, that's for and the like, most I'm part like what I listen too. to, like you know, 
Uh, but like the idea of like doing that was just like, I don't even know. I just wanted to make a playlist and be like, hey, this is kind of like somewhat representative of us, mm-hmm. like, or at least like the sound that we're doing or it's, whatever. It's a really you know? good playlist too, because so, like I was I just wish more to bands, it in the van like, and it was it, entertaining me. Like, the well, whole it was time. also like I wish more bands would do that for no other reason than like we're all on tour or doing whatever like i want to hear what other bands are listening to like mm-hmm. rather than just like being on spotify and looking for like a you know recommended playlist yeah. or whatever like you can listen like bands that you became friends with and things like that you can see like what they're listening to a lot easier you mm-hmm. know what i mean so yeah we made a we have a playlist i think it's still up there that was just like our heavy picks like we yeah we uh when we had a bassist um he picked five songs. Our yeah. guitars picked five songs. I picked five songs, and I threw like two of ours or something in there. Right. I might have picked six songs because I'm greedy. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like we did that, and then I wanted to to do other ones. Um, I just haven't. Yeah. And I kind of hope too, like if we do it, that people actually listen to it because right. I'm interested in that. You know, finding out what are you guys yeah. listening to, and mm-hmm. just be like, I don't know who this band is, but it's in between two bands I like, so I'm gonna listen to right. it. Right. Yeah. Maybe discover and like that's, something. That's what we want to do again. Like basically, the idea that you had is just like everybody picking individual songs, like because like we also like, sprinkled in a couple of hours in there. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, people like this, like maybe we'll get like some like cheap plays out of it, this it or whatever. Because so, you know? I think it was. I want to say Broadway. Yeah, probably was in there. Like, yeah, and it just fit like right between everything. So yeah, like I said like it was a good playlist. Yeah, like, like it. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like Spotify is just so hard to like. I know for us, it's like hard to promote our Spotify. It's not same, that it's hard. Same. It's just that like we do most of our like merch and everything else through Bandcamp, so it's just mm-hmm. like simpler to do that. But like. Well, Spotify is hard, anyways, and Facebook al- algorithm it, well, doesn't, still, doesn't help you. And at all, well, yeah. I mean, it's Spotify is still algorithms as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's what social media is now, you know? So, yeah, yeah it's tough it's, because, you know, um, if you were to look on our Spotify, it looks like shit. It just flat out does. And I've said yeah. this before, but we sell a lot of CDs, a lot of tapes. I, you know, we play shows all over the country. People yeah. are singing the words, they fucking listen to listen it somewhere. To it. Yeah. But our Spotify looks like shit. Oh, same. Like, and, uh, like, like, if you look at like our like plays on like Bandcamp in comparison, like it looks like, like that's my my issue with it is like if you're trying to like evolve as a band and like, you know, present yourself to a another a new label and everything else like that, like they're gonna look at like those plays, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, and when you look at it, it's like oh nobody gives a shit about this band, but yep. that's not really like how it is. But I think people also understand like how algorithms are, you know? So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope that, you know, like, if, if if there are labels out there who are just looking at Spotify playlists, I hope they're smart enough well, to smart, not yeah, exactly. discredit would, a yeah, band. Like, yeah, you would think so. Like, okay, cool, their Spotify playlists aren't big, but what's their tour history? Exactly. What's, you know, like, that type of thing. And, right. And, uh, you know, just, like, there's there's all these different aspects to it that I hope that yeah. they're looking yeah. into. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, so, you know, again, like, with that playlist, it's it's obviously pretty wide, and I assume that you guys are... You know, with the noise aspect and everything like that, fairly forward-thinking people. Would you 100%. consider yourself that? Uh, like, yes. Yeah, um, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it. It can be kind of. Alabama's had a history of yeah. not so forward-thinking stuff, and obviously uh, I mean, the current shit. You know, what's going on right now. Yeah, like our. our what's last... it like being there, and you know, I'm assuming not agreeing with a lot of the stuff well, that's it's, going on. Like, I feel like there's two aspects to it. Like. Uh, there, there's most definitely the like stereotypical like conservative Christian 
mindset that's just like against homosexuality and like mm-hmm. I, like I don't see I know like uh, a big stereotype of like Alabama is like a lot of like racism mm-hmm. I don't see like uh, blatant racism I guess as much as it's almost like everyone's like oh I'm not a racist but then like there's like little subtle things they say that yeah. you're like that they don't even realize like yeah. comes off as racist. I see shit like that. Where I'm like, no, too, like it's... that's no, that's racism. Like you don't like even realize that you're doing it. I, I guess. just don't like deep in there. And it's like just like ingrained like, in you. Yeah. Like I guess I don't know. It's it's fucked up. But then like it's like lucky, we're lucky lucky enough to be like in a sort of progressive like minded little pocket. I guess of people. Yeah. yeah like because that's what I was gonna say. That's the other side to it. Is mm-hmm. that like I also like I have to like look back and like think about like other exterior bullshit because I'm surrounded by so many people that are like in Alabama that are very forward thinking mm-hmm. that sometimes you kind of like does it seem more 50-50 in the state nowadays or do you think there's still like I a think it's a lot I think it's side, I think it's a lot closer for sure mm-hmm. um hell of a lot closer than people think but I mean yeah. fuck I mean a year ago we had Roy Moore was running for what senator yeah this motherfucker is like been like called out for like sexual abuse and like underage stuff and he still like barely lost the vote by like i think it was like 54 to like like 46 47 like and it was just like with it blatant like and so then that's like everybody was like well this is a victory you know i'm like is it though like this should be like like clear clear like clearly cut that like Mm. this is not fucking okay you know yeah but and then i've you know and then alabama was you know other states have with the whole abortion yeah thing. you know other states have have been a you know the same but alabama was the one that from my perspective you know living across the country on my facebook feed everyone was like what the fuck's wrong with no, alabama 100 fucking mm-hmm. sucks and uh know? like and the, it's like, the weekend not- like the weekend that all happened we were like on tour so like we did the that entire weekend like everything like half of everything we sold like went to the Yellowhammer fund and That's if cool. like anybody who's listening to this doesn't know what the Yellowhammer fund is it's a uh, an organization that like helps women that are in like that can't afford to have abortions or can't afford like travel or lodging it helps like take care of that for people that are in trouble and need help mm-hmm. so it's definitely like a very helpful and good thing and uh i think a lot of people like at the t- same time period were doing the same thing mm-hmm. um i'm hoping that law never actually like truly comes to fruition mm-hmm. um but it's fucked up like i can't explain like why it is that way like mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, we know so like many a... people that aren't that way but it's still yeah. here like what it really boils down to is i feel like alabama's way more of a progressive state than people give it credit for mm-hmm. but it's still ruled by old white males it's, it's yeah. like so many it's other places people who have been there for the and i feel like a lot of it a lot of it's a, a power struggle that it's this isn't about Christian, quote-unquote, Christian morals, anything like that. This is about controlling people. Mm-hmm. Like, this is about, like, controlling females. It's fucking bullshit. And, like, it's more than just females that are, like, affected by this. Transgender people are just as affected by this. Non-binary people are affected by this. It's um, it's to a point where I feel like, as a country, over the last 15 years, like, we've, in a mindset, we've progressed a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think you have, like... Where like the the minority population is growing, the progressive-minded thinking people are growing, so you still have the old white dudes in charge that like realize that that 
that power balance is slowly like degrading and so they're forcing all this bullshit on people to somehow keep like at least in their minds to keep somewhat of that power mm -hmm. which is fucked up and bullshit and hopefully like at some point like we get that shift to where like it's not that way anymore you know yeah, yeah. one thing that um i've been saying and i hold this really dear is that like i hate when people are automatically like they write off like alabama or missouri or you know all the places like that have been with the abortion laws lately yeah. like just like automatically just fuck those places yeah don't conflate like the government of a state and like laws and shit with the people yeah because like you know that, that doesn't that's like, like saying the entire u.s is pro-trump yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which exactly. is not the which fucking is, case yeah, which <laughs> is definitely not you the know case. Um, or just, you know, like, again, it's, you know, with, with refugees or anything yeah. like that, when mm -hmm. people are like, oh, well, um, you know, they, they can't come here because they're from this country and right. everyone in that country is a terrorist, which is not the fucking case, exactly. you know, it's just exactly. that overgeneralization. And like, and then, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, well, if you live in Alabama, like, why the fuck would you live there? Well, I mean, like, if we, if everybody that's forward thinking moves and doesn't try to do anything about it, then like what happens the same exactly. shit stays yeah. like someone needs to be there yeah to you have to be it. there like mm. like we what was it like two weekends ago in town that we had like the benefit show for the Yellowhammer fund mm -hmm. like we did a big show with like everybody in town like uh came in and like all donate like all proceeds of the show like went to the Yellowhammer fund like the week before that like it was when we were in Tulsa right yeah, it was that huge protest they, they, we did yeah. a huge like pro there was a huge protest and there was probably like what a thousand people there plus yeah. a thousand plus there like so i mean it's it's obvious that like not everybody's a, like a closed-minded dickhead you know yeah. like people are like actually trying to like do something about this like that's what i think like people on the outside looking in need to realize that like not everybody's an asshole like yeah. there are people that are like actively working to like try to make this like change yeah, yeah. and that's so. it's cool too because obviously now the people who are against it have a fire, you know, lit yeah. for you to yeah. to go out and say, you know, I'm not gonna let this represent my state, my exactly. home, you know, and and uh, you know, it's it's good to know that not everyone's thinking that way, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, and uh, I would say there's beautiful shit and ugly shit with everywhere like oh yeah all over the place so like yeah i just can't say how much i hate when people say like fuck a whole state like, yeah that's stupid you know and i get you know we get we get shit all the time because we're from wisconsin and yeah and people will be like oh you guys are you pronounce you know you pronounce your words funny and you're yeah. all a bunch of hicks and yeah. stuff like you come to fucking Wisconsin, and I'll show you fucking hicks who talk yeah, funny. Exactly. Like, yeah, trust right. me, I don't yeah, talk yeah, funny. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and I'm sure you guys too. Oh, like, I'm sure you can go to Alabama. Oh my god, yeah. And you'll find someone who's just like you know, straight near like Boomhauer oh, or something. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Like, I, I work with a lady that I swear to God, if you weren't from the South, you probably couldn't understand a word oh, she god. says. <laughs> like, Dude, I, I that's that's weird you say it because one time we were doing uh, we stopped in like North Carolina. And we did some laundry at a laundromat, and I it was like the first time I ever had this like culture shock of like where the fuck am I? Yeah. There was these uh, kids sitting next to us, and they were just talking so fast and so like kind of just like slurring their words mm -hmm. together. I couldn't understand a fucking thing they said. Yeah. And I was like, okay, hold on, hold on. And I was just like trying to like eavesdrop on their conversation. Right, yeah. And I'm like, 
Rebecca, I have no fucking clue what these people yeah, are saying. Yeah. Where the hell am I? <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, like, one big culture shock for me was, like, we played uh, New Orleans, like, during Decadence Weekend, mm-hmm. right? So, like, we went to the Pride Fest, everything like that. New Orleans, like, weird place, weird, amazing place, you mm-hmm. know? In general, like, just having, like, such a great time. Like, if you're normal, you're the weird person there, you know? Yeah. Like, which is awesome. But, like, we left, and I fell asleep, like, still in New Orleans. And, like, I woke up, like, at this gas station in, like, nowhere, Mississippi. And, like, when I just wake up, I just, like, just see the people, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm back in reality. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we were in uh, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and we went to the thrift store, and there were these two ladies working behind the counter, and I, like, I think we were just talking to them. Yeah, we just and, wanted to hear them talk. <laughs> yeah, like, I could not understand what they were saying. Uh, and, like, oh, man. I love that accent. See, whatever, whenever, because Q always gives me shit. Yeah. Be like, go back to Minnesota. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. first off, I live in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I'll be like, sorry, I don't talk like you do in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, we don't talk like that. I'm like, well, stop making fun of me. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like I always want to be like, oh, we don't talk like that. But I have such a blatantly, like, southern accent See, that I'm like, oh, uh, you know. that bad. Like, really? Yeah, you're, oh, you're not that thick. I feel like it's, like, like pretty terrible. But it's no. pretty bad. Yeah. Like, it's pretty bad, I feel like. <laughs> It's just always people always give a shit because the O's. That's the thing they go yeah. to. Like you, you say your O's funny. I'm like they're fucking O's. Yeah. Oh, no, you're supposed to say. <laughs> but yeah, there was this one lady in Wichita, Kansas, one time that was a complete bitch to um, to me when we went to a Walmart to buy Tums, and um, I, I said something like funny to her, like just as, like a little joke, and she just gave me this stare. And I was with my friend who's from Wichita, and he has a little bit of kind of like a southern kind of accent. Yeah. But not, to, you know, it's Kansas, so it's kind of like middle ground. Um, and I don't remember what she asked us, but uh, she's like, Where y'all from? And I was like, Wisconsin. She goes, Wisconsin? Wisconsin just kept yeah. repeating it and she's like yeah I can tell you're from Wisconsin uh, now and then started like making fun of my voice and I'm just thinking like just give me my tums and shut yeah, the fuck up yeah, <laughs> like I just it, it's weird because when people come up to Wisconsin I'm I'm never like hey y'all how you doing you guys talk funny yeah, yeah but yeah. There's been more stories like that lady where when we go to the South, people make fun of us. Oh, I don't know what's is, up with which that. Which is weird. Yeah, it's like, really strange because I thought, you know, Southern hospitality. I thought yeah. everyone's supposed to be yeah. nice. Right. Yeah. But, but uh, that reminded me of a thing uh, just uh, in regards to, like, speaking to, like, people working at, a what like, a clerk at wherever, like, far from home. Mm-hmm. One thing I just don't do anymore because every time I've done it, it just doesn't go well. And I don't understand why. Like, if you go to a gas station, you're far from home, and you ask where you are. I mean, I've done that a lot because, yeah. like, you know, I'm on a road trip, and I've been driving. I don't know where I am. <laughs> Every time I do that, I swear to God, they're, like, so nervous. They're like, oh, Minnesota? And I'm like, <laughs> do you think I'm going to, like, fucking rob you? Like, like is that oh, how? Oh, cool, Minnesota. <laughs> Give me the whole money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I swear, every time I've done that, I just want to know where I yeah, am. I'm, I'm only allowed to rob certain states. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Only yeah. the M states. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, every time I do that, I swear to God, people get, just, like, nervous. I'm like, God damn, I'm not going to do anything. That's I'm so just, weird. I don't know where I am. <laughs> but, um, anyway, just weird how that, how that happens. Again. <laughs> If you ever get an opportunity to go deep into central Wisconsin, by the way, you will find the weirdest 
northern accent, at least yeah. in my opinion, because there's people who actually do talk like this up there. Yeah. Uh, they don't yeah. really say their T's at all. Yeah. There's a town up there called, I almost kept doing it. There's a town <laughs> up there called Thorpe that my, like, Thorpe. in the middle of nowhere, and they call it Thorpe. Thorpe, yeah. They always be like, oh, yeah, and they just talk through their nose, and I don't understand why, because it's like, I've lived in Wisconsin my whole life, and I don't talk like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember being in Wisconsin and going to a gas station, and there was, like, a big centerpiece of just Cheese. Yes. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I, like, See, I, I always forget that we are the cheese state because I just yeah. like lost yeah. fucking cheese. cheese. Right. Yeah, then right. I always say as I meet more people, they're like, you guys got fucking cheese. I'm like, don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't that everywhere? Yeah. Y'all ain't but, got cheese yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that, that's coming in the next couple decades. <laughs> We're really looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, so it is starting to get fucking smoky in yeah. here. Not smoky, sweaty. Sweaty, yeah. But, uh, Basically, heel churn in a nutshell. You're obviously the 80s, 90s, hard, yeah. you know, wrestling theme. You're all sorts of crazy, different styles yeah. and subgenres of extreme music. You're forward-thinking people. Um, what is next? What's coming for you? Like more tours, more music. What's the plan? Is yeah. this? Is you trying uh, to take this more serious? Is it more of a basically just thing? like keep on keeping on? I feel yeah. like. Yeah, we're right now. We're like. We're touring through August. We're gonna take a break and uh, try to write a full length. Like we've been starting on that, so that that's the next like recording wise doing that, and then like try to shop that record, just tour more, tour mm -hmm. as much as we possibly can, and meet cool people and keep having fun. Cool. Yeah. So you have the the Starcade '83, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's a Starcade '93. '93, yeah. What's the difference? I mean, what's what's the continuation? Is this like uh, Metallica, it, Unforgiven, one, two? It, yeah. <laughs> it honestly like, just happened to be a coincidence. Like, Starcade 83 is uh, about Roddy Popper and uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine in a mm -hmm. dog collar match. Uh, and then uh, Starcade 93 is about uh, Van Vader had, like, Ric Flair had left for the World Wrestling Federation. And when he came back, like, Vader had been the champion for a long time, but... Uh, even though Flair had always been like a heel or a bad guy for so long, uh, he was just such a baby face and popular with the crowd at the time. And like, he never lost the belt. He left with the belt because he owned it. Mm -hmm. So like, the whole story of that is like coming back and like, you know, <coughs> just trying to take back like what's rightfully yours. And uh, so like, they're just completely different. They just happen to like happen at the same like mm -hmm. event. Event. So like, we were like, oh well. We have the other Starcade. Let's just call it Starcade '93. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's just do it. So, is there any plans or things that have happened already that's going to work into the new music that ties in with stuff that already has been released? Any lyric, you know? Because like one of my favorite bands is Defeater. I don't know if yeah. you guys listen oh, to yeah. Defeater. Yeah. But they they carry over topics, you know, that kind of sure. weave um, stuff. Is there plans like? With well, like um, in Starcade '93 uh, is about Flair. Well, Broadway is also about Flair. Like. A decade before so like the lyrics uh, there's a, a lyrical span that's uh, in the middle of uh, Broadway uh, about just like the struggle like of coming through things that that in the story of Starcade 93 essentially like the same viewpoint comes up so a lot of those lyrics are like not exactly the same but like shared uh, so like between like there's that like pushing forward like at one point we were gonna do the uh, we might still do it like uh, the Owen Hart Bret Hart feud, like just brother versus yeah. brother, and just like all the things that like 
because that was such a deep, long-running storyline. Like, mm-hmm. they actually, like, at the time period, like, didn't speak to each other, like, real life, like, yeah. publicly. Like, their family, like, thought they had legitimate issues with one another because, like, they wanted to sell, like, the story they were telling so mm-hmm. so hard. And themes so, like, of, like, jealousy and one-upsmanship. Yeah, and, and like, like, always being in someone's shadow, like, always yeah. being, like, overshadowed. So, like, we really would like to do, like, a record that was just based on, like, that just because there's so many like themes and feelings and emotions like mm-hmm. in that so like anything we, we put Hart that around even like yeah. the Montreal Screwjob yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that we actually like, like apparently like there's this cameo.com or whatever where you can like hire celebrities to do stuff and we were gonna like I think for him it's like $200 and he'll say whatever you want and we're like mm-hmm. for Bret Hart yeah we're like hey yeah. man or maybe yeah. it's like 150 but we're like I dude that's remember. totally worth it like yeah. just start start up in your guarantees it shows so you can get like hey man like I need you to hop this record that's yeah. just like from your brother's viewpoint talking shit about you like <laughs> yeah, I don't I can't remember the actual name of it it's not cameo.com but it's a really cool website like it's cool to just browse through and see like who has a thing on there that you can pay them to like say something just like, say some dumb sweet. bullshit there's, for you yeah. there's like a whole category for wrestlers and then another I guess for like actors I mostly look at the ones for wrestlers cool. yeah but yeah I, I can't remember how to if you type in like cameo something I don't know you'll probably find it just google if you make celebrities say shit back. yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah that should probably find it well, fucking, I'm getting sweaty. Yeah, which yeah. Is how yeah. every episode of this podcast ends. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I am sweaty now. <laughs> Hell yeah. We are going to go in, we're going to catch the obnoxious boot, and then these dudes are going to rip it, and Hell we're yeah. going to rip then, it later, and we got yeah. no mercy and uh, guts tonight, too, which you guys are in for Hell a treat. Hell so. yeah. I'm so excited. So yeah. thank you very much for sitting down with me. Again, thank we're you. with Heel Turn from Alabama. Make sure you check them out. If you like forward-thinking, wrestling-themed, a creative uh, multi sub genre of hardcore and dark sounding music. There you go. Um, oh, yeah. If you dig the podcast, let me know, like it, share it, tell me who you want me to talk to. Maybe you want me to talk to you. Uh, stay in touch, and we're going to keep pumping out more episodes. So s- thank you. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I don't know what to say there. Fuck it. <laughs> I did two today. I'm losing my thoughts. So, all right, bye. <laughs>